Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Welcome to All Things Internet, a show where we talk about things we see on the internet that usually have to do with the internet, and Emily tries her gosh darnest to fact check and research whatever I would find relevant. Today, the dog of the day is the birthday boy, Blaze! Blaze, it's your birthday. You're six, I think. How's it feel? You don't know. Emily, how are you doing today? You didn't ask him I was ready. You never are ready. If I asked you if you were ready, you'd say, ah, and then I would just go anyway. Sorry. I'm your host, Rachel Ballinger, and the other host... Emily Brostaff. Here we are. Emily, how you doing today? Do you want it that zoomed out? Well, um, in post, you can zoom it in to exactly what you want. We were having trouble figuring out the zoom. Okay. Wow. I was caught very off guard. <laughs> how? We had been sitting here for like 10 minutes. Because you've been playing on the computer, and then all of a playing sudden... On, I was trying to figure out the mics. And then all of a sudden, wham, bam. Oh, when has it never... Um, when has it ever not been that? Well, normally you go like this. Play on the computer. Okay, this is me. I'm you, okay? That's me playing on the computer. And then you sit down and you go, <sighs> and you take a sip of your iced coffee. And then oh, you, yeah, I want that. Right? You're, the routine's thrown off. And then you look at me and you go, you ready? And I go, okay. And then you go, <gasps> well, and then today you just skip the first five steps. Well, I'm impatient today. <laughs> Why? Oh, just because I don't know. Let's explore this. Why am I impatient today? Yeah. I feel like there's a lot to get done, so I'm trying to get it all done sooner rather than later. Okay, so you're feeling a little stressed? Yeah, so I'm impatient. Yeah. It wasn't like a deep dive into my family history and my childhood trauma. Let's I'm talk childhood trauma. We have a lot to get done, because I'm gone for four days next week, and you're leaving mm-hmm. for the weekend yeah you leave early friday and you're not back monday yeah i leave monday and i don't get back till late thursday i don't like this This is a kerfuffle let's coordinate better next time well how about stop having a girlfriend that lives in a different state a proposition for you you buy me a private jet i no longer have to we have done several segments (laughs) on the billionaires and their private jets sorry what you need to do is ask Taylor Swift if you can borrow hers. hers. See? Do we have a connection to Taylor Swift? Yes. Tell me. Go. Todrick Hall. Close friends with my sister. I've met him. We're, we follow each other on Instagram. He's really close to Taylor Swift. So I just have to get closer to Todrick to get closer to Taylor Swift. Okay. Plan. She has Scottish folds. My girlfriend wants one. That's my in. Plan. Dinner party. Next Tuesday. No, no, you're gone. I'm gone. Dinner party. I'm Tomorrow in night. It is snowboard season. Okay. <laughs> no time for Taylor Swift. There's no time for Taylor Swift when it's snowboarding season. I understand. Um, how am I doing? You asked. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> you asked this three minutes ago. Uh, yeah. Um, I'm recovering from being a little sicky poo. And I just, I feel very brain foggy today. Like I literally feel like, you know, when you're in a dream and you're trying to run, but you're going in slow motion. Yes. That's how I feel like my body's like Please moving today. Me. Oh, I'm sorry. It's weird. I uh, just like want it to stop. Like, um, have you tried um, caffeine? 
Uh, no, and I haven't taken my ADHD meds because my ADHD meds make it so my body just keeps going and going and going and going, and I can't, I can't read my natural, like, when I'm tired or when I don't feel well, like, I can't read the normal signals. Oh. So I didn't take that since I've been sick, and so... You're going through withdrawals? I, maybe. Oh, that's no bueno. Yeah. That's how I feel when I don't have coffee. Right. But probably more extreme. <laughs> You with the coffee or me with the drugs? You with the drugs. <laughs> um, how are you doing? Besides being a little stressed. I'm a little stressy poo. Okay. Even though you said besides that. Um, but overall, can't complain. Abby and I keep thinking we're going to get sick. Yeah. And then we get like, we're just like congested or we just have like, and the next day we have no congestion, but we just have like a little bit of a dry cough. But like, I keeps feeling like the sickness keeps trying to get us. Right. And we keep going. No, no, no. And you're just. Yeah. We just keep going like, I, I see that you're there and we're going to do all the things to say no, thank you. Yeah. So, you know, we haven't been, been drinking at all. We've been going to bed early. We haven't been going out. We've been yeah. eating healthy, taking all our vitamins, drinking our water. And I think we've kicked it. We were never, ever officially sick. OK. It was always just like a linger. You know, that moment the day before you're yeah. about to get sick. We had that day for like five days in a row. Oh. And okay. I feel 100% today. Yeah. I've been trying to go to bed early. I've been drinking so much freaking water. Did you know you can get water poisoning? Yes. D- didn't know that. Everyone's like, drink your water. I'm like, why? I don't want to be poisoned. Yeah. Give me vodka. <laughs> no, I don't even like vodka anymore. <laughs> because you know how like they've, they've said forever now for decades that you need your eight cups of water yeah that was bull yeah completely made up there's no science behind that whatsoever right your Your body tells you when you're thirsty yes and you need water and then you go get a coffee or an energy drink right red bull thank you same thing it gives you wings water (laughs) poison red bull wings has a red bull ever killed anyone probably don't hey energy drinks are actually really bad for you we are being (laughs) extremely sarcastic drink water but the eight cups a day is a myth it was just created by some random human and uh there's no science behind it but when you're thirsty please drink water yeah it will help your body your skin your metabolism your coochie your coochie it helps everything water is great but if you are drinking like if you try and drink sit there and drink six gallons of water you will get water poisoning yeah i was like chugging 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 water because i'm i'm visiting my girlfriend this weekend so i'm trying to kick this because i don't want to visit her when i'm sick so i've been eating Besides maybe the cake that you saw me with yesterday. She (laughs) asked for a fork. I went and got her a fork and I came back a little bit later and she's just elbows deep in Holland's birthday cake. It was just sitting there. And it's because as soon as I got, I started feeling sick on Saturday night, I stopped eating sugar and processed food because Mm -hmm. I was like, crap. I was like, I I wanted to do the same thing. I was like, I'm going to kick this. Yeah. So I was eating like homemade vegetable soup that i made from scratch and i was drinking so much water she's a housewife i know and then when i came here and i saw the sugar my body was like i need it i need it but anyway besides the cake you saw me eating i've been eating so freaking well drinking so much water and then i chugged a glass of water before bed last night and i felt like i needed to vomit yeah oh it's raining i was trying to figure out what that noise was Wait, it wasn't supposed to rain today it's raining hardcore i love (sighs) the rain i do too but I need to do yard work desperately oh. because I need to do yard work to get the rock out of the back of my truck. Oh. Because I have to take my truck to Mammoth on Monday. Oh. So I need it to literally not rain so I can get an actual task done. Well, maybe it's just like, you know, a cloud passes by with the rain and then it clears up for the rest of the day. We're, we're going to manifest. That that's Manifestation. But 
anyway, I felt like I needed to throw up after I drank water last night. And then I was like on FaceTime with my friend and she was like, well, how much water have you had today? I was like, I don't know. That's probably like my 10th full glass. She's like, you don't even get water poisoning, right? And I was like, no. Deep dive for like three hours reading about it. <laughs> you know, also if you are uh, like outside in, the, in extreme heat and you're working out really hard or doing like yard work or something and then you go in and you chug a glass of cold water, you'll pass out. Because like oh. your body is so it's like I've read that with dogs. You're not supposed to give them mm-hmm. ice or cold water during the summer because it can flip their stomach. Or yeah, like, like it. No, like your whole body's just it goes into shock. Basically. Yeah. Yeah. You go into shock. So if I mean, when you're work, I used to do yard work in 100 degree weather back when I lived in L.A. Yeah. And I'd come inside and all I wanted was just like ice cold yeah. water. But I couldn't because when I would do that, I'd start chugging it and then I'd get really lightheaded and I have to sit down. Oh, that's and weird. And so you just have to do like room temperature water. Oh, apparently it's, it's so much better for your digestion room temperature water versus ice water like in a lot of asian cultures and countries they don't drink ice water because it's so bad for your like digestive health that makes sense yeah that I, makes sense. i love a good ice water yeah. i love it at restaurants at home i'm just i like when it's cold from the fridge mm-hmm. but since our line to the fridge is broken the, no one cares <laughs> about that we got one of those big water juggy things that you fill up at grocery stores and yeah. it's just room temperature now and it's actually pretty decent yeah uh, okay also last little adhd rant and then we'll get into the news do you have different glasses for different temperatures of water besides no. like mugs and glasses well i guess if i was gonna make a glass of cold water i would get a glass cup okay and if it's just like room temperature i'll i don't care i'll probably i'll do glass or plastic if it's room temperature for me it has to go in a plastic cup if it's gonna be ice water it has to go in um like a tumbler or like a turvis with a straw do you not own glass oh i do and if it's if it's cold water that does not have ice in it, then it goes in a glass. Um, I don't think that's Normal. a thing that people are going to like be, uh, like relate with, but that's fine. You watch. The comments are going to blow up. They're going to be like, we yeah. get it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, Blaze, you are so handsome. Also, everyone comment, happy birthday, Mr. Blazy. Bingo Ballinger. He does not, his name does not need to be Bingo. It, it just, it was Did you make, make that up? It was on stage at one of my shows once. Someone asked me what Blaze's full name was. I was like, I don't know. And then we just came up with Blaze Bingo Baller. It fits him. Bingo, really? It really does. Blaze Batty. Batty. <laughs> He's a batty. Oh my God. Oh. He wishes he was a batty. He does. He's <laughs> not. He's a big scary And he cat. cries when a truck goes he by. He freaks out when a truck goes by. Dude, get your crap together. All right. Uh, before we actually get into the news, <laughs> let's check to see if we have a sponsor for today. Sponsor, sponsor. Hey there. This is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it. Or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. All right, Emily, let's get into the news. All right. 
Um, pl- I know our TikTok algorithms are different, but please tell me at some point. Okay. At some point, you have ended up on Mormon mommy TikTok. How on earth would I end up on Mormon mommy TikTok? I one time ended up on Mormon soaking TikTok. Yeah. And it was for like a brief second because once I figured out what it was, I was like, ah, and then I was like, I don't want to be on this anymore. And then I left TikTok forever and ever, forever and ever. And I've never been back. Okay. Well, you might have been on Mormon mommy TikTok and not known it because basically it's these groups of like young, beautiful, wealthy. Your leg is bugging him. Okay. I'm sorry. Come here. Right here. There you go. Okay. You just. Here, let me use it as a pillow. Use it as a pillow. No, he needs to like lean back more. There. Yeah. It's like that. There, there. you go. Um, so the more <laughs> Mormon mommy TikTok, it's these young, beautiful, picket white fence, perfect looking husband, perfect looking kids. The American, the quote unquote, uh, stereotypical American dream. Correct. Yeah. Um, and, and it's these groups of women that are posting all over TikTok about their friends and their kids and their adventures, you know, whatever. And to my knowledge, it's actually very, very, very rare that they reveal that they are Mormon. Got it. Because I think that they know that it would hurt their following if they did or like people would judge them or like, okay. you know, whatever. But anyway, I didn't even know there was a few Mormon mommy TikTokers that I was following and I had no idea that they like went to what is it like BYU? Why are you following mommy TikToks? Because I was a nanny for so long. Okay. And so I loved like. I mean, I love like watching like par- parental advice TikTok or like, okay, I don't know, like that kind of stuff. I-, I like watching that and just kind of keeping up to date, even though I have no intention of ever having children. It's like, I like to, you know, stay in the know just in case, <laughs> you know, in case someone, your girlfriend accidentally like, knocks you up. Ah, <laughs> uh, that would be the dream. Um, <laughs> but anyway, around this time last year, there was a particular group of these Mormon mommy vloggers who blew up on TikTok mostly because they were very attractive, they were rich, and the viewers were just living vicariously. Yeah, okay. Um, Well, just a few months after the whole group gained millions of Mm -hmm. followers, each of them, some major drama happened. Uh, So we got to tell a little bit of backstory to tell the current story. All right. So one of the members in particular, her name was Taylor Frankie Paul. She revealed that she and her husband were soft swingers within the group. So uh, she revealed in a live stream. It was a soft swinger. Oh, I'll, I'll let you know. All right. So she revealed in a live stream that, one, that what once started out as a mutually happy agreement is what led to their divorce. So she said that the whole group. Wow. <laughs> who saw that? I mean, I'm sure. I'm assuming I know what this is now. Yeah. I'm sure there are success, successful soft swingers or swingers in general out there. But I think it's very rare. You got to put a lot of work into it and be very secure. And I don't think. Because uh, I'm guessing it's swingers, but a spin on being a, a couple as a swinger. Which yeah. means you have sex with other people. Well, okay. The other couples. So soft swinging is, and this is like the official definition, the custom of engaging in sexual activities with your partner in the same room as another couple, but not swapping or sharing partners. So this typically, and it can include, soft swinging can include switching partners to kiss, touch, or go to third base, but soft swinging doesn't typically go all the way, and your partner has to be present. Okay. So the difference between soft swinging and full-on swinging is your partner's always present. Present. Oh, I thought swinging was like you 
both like you find another couple and you just swap with them. Right. But you can like go into your own individual rooms or like meet up with them individually as long as everyone in the party is in agreement. But soft swinging is your partner always has to be there to basically like supervise. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, people do it. And if it works for them, it works for them. Clearly, it did not work for this. Did not work for it. Yep. So she said on this live stream that the whole group were soft swingers. So this massive group. So she outed everyone. She outed everyone. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. And it was a group of like, I want to say like anywhere between seven to ten women. And they all made their living off of social media and being these perfect families and like white pig offense like we talked about it's all a lie it's all a freaking lie you never know a social media yeah so she said that tate her husband has made out with several girls within the group and that she has made out with several several of the husbands and she explained that the group of mom talkers and their significant others all got involved in swinging and soft swinging during the pandemic when they were all kind of trapped in together Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So in this live, she admitted to actually going all the way with one person, which was against the rules. Um, and they neither of them had approval from either spouse, which is obviously breaking the rules of soft swinging. And after revealing the truth, she said, I feel free, to be honest. It was a secret that we had been keeping from family and other friends. All my dirty secrets are out and I have nothing to hide anymore. We partied. We were intimate with each other. And then soon after all of this was revealed, she obviously got the boot from the mommy group Um, because even though she was ready to tell the world, they weren't. That's not her. Like, yeah, she could tell her story being like, I have done this or like, but to reveal other people, that's their story to tell. Right. Especially if they're not doing anything like illegal. Like if you were like, hey, I'm in a cult. Right. Here are all these bad things. Yeah, you can out people. But this is their truth to tell and their right. secret to keep if they wanted to. Well, and especially because all of them were Mormon, practicing Mormons. Yes. Like, not only did she get them in trouble with the internet and, like, ruin the their church. image, but now also the church. So um, all of the other moms and, and dads in the group denied that they were swinging. They said that it was a rumor, that it wasn't true, that she was a cheater, that she was just trying to cover her butt. But it was like... Well, they're just trying to cover their butts now, which is like, it's fine. Again, if everyone's a consenting adult, do what you want. But this stuff, this is why I'm like, I'm not like, I'm not against, but like, this is why I would never mess with this stuff because it gets messy. Right. And too many people involved. Clearly, there's too many people involved in this. (laughs) Right. There's 14 to 20 people involved in this. Yeah. That's a lot. Did they expect everyone to always keep their mouth shut? Right. That's too many people. Yeah. And she always, like, in my opinion, she always seemed a little unhinged. And I feel like if you want to keep a secret with a massive group, you can't even have one unhinged person. No. Like, in your group. Have you ever seen people stranded on an island in a movie or TV show? There's an unhinged person, and they have to be dealt with because they're going to ruin something for everybody. Yep. Exactly. Um, Excuse me. So after um, all of this came out, she started switching her TikTok platform from being, like, perfect mom mommy group tiktok vlogger to how she was getting divorced like her mental health how it was being a single mom and all since all of this happened she's maintained her fame by basically like talking about her depression online and like showing the reality of like raising kids on your own and also showcasing her new relationship and it just came out that she got arrested arrested for domestic violence and the story is wild so Obvious trigger warning, we're going to be talking about domestic violence. So yesterday she was charged with two counts of domestic violence in the presence of a child, aggravated assault, criminal mischief, and child abuse. 
So according to CBS News, um, Frankie and her boyfriend, whose name is Dakota Mortensen, were having an argument when he tried to leave and she started hitting him. So, and also like, not like, not in like a joking way at all. But this is the tiniest woman I've ever seen in my entire life. So in her brain, she probably thinks it's not that big of a deal. It is. You do not hit someone. You do not hit your spouse. No matter how much bigger they are. I don't care if you're female or male. Yeah. I don't care if it's girl, girl, boy, boy, girl, boy. No one is allowed to hit each other. Right. And the fact that he pressed, I'm glad he pressed charges. I am so glad he did. Same. Yep. So um, she was also accused of throwing several heavy metal chairs at him. And according to the police body cam footage, she had cameras in her house, which like, how are you that dumb? I, I, and I, 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 I think that was it. I think in her head, like either she was so enraged, she wasn't thinking clearly, which is not an excuse. Or she thought he was going to hit her back and then she would say he hit me. Right. But like you have cameras in your house. She so, probably thinks that like these are mine. No one's allowed to have them. Or like she she just thought he wasn't going to do anything about it. Or like, I don't know what was going through her head, but they reviewed the camera footage. They watched. seem she thinks about what's going to happen. No. The consequences no. to her actions. She does not seem like the type of person that's going to think something through. No. Like if I do this, what could be the negative <laughs> outcomes? That doesn't really cross through her brain. If I have sex with a man without my husband's permission, what's going to happen? If I out my entire group of friends. Right. What's going to happen? If right. I hit this man, what's going to happen? Right. On camera. On camera. Right. So they reviewed everything. And according to like all the reportings, I haven't seen the footage because they haven't released it yet. Not until the trial or like until the plea deal or, you know, whatever happens. But according to body cam footage and testimony, he was sitting on the couch and her daughter was sleeping on the couch next to him. And they were arguing back and forth. She was standing up facing the couch and she started hitting him. And when he didn't get up off of the couch, she picked up two bar stools and threw them at him. And the first one, he kind of blocked and pushed away. But the second, and he said, he was like, your daughter is right here. Stop. And then she threw the second one before he could finish his sentence. And it ended up hitting him, bouncing off of him and hitting the daughter. (gasps) Yeah. So she ended up having a really big bruise and like lump on her head from literally her mother throwing a metal bar stool. Oh, she is unhinged. She... I can't. No. Yeah. Um, so she said. God, I'm so glad he pressed charges. Same. Because like. S- interference needs to happen at this point. Yeah. Like there's so many times where there. I am sure more than we know are domestic violence cases. Women against men. Like yeah. they are hitting the men. And the men are either are shamed by society to be like, you let a girl hit you, right. whatever. Right. Or like, oh, dude, relax. You know, like you can handle it. So I'm really glad that because this lady is cl- clearly she I shouldn't if she's willing to throw a chair at someone next to her daughter right. and then it ends up hitting her. She doesn't she doesn't deserve to have her daughter in her life until she figures her mental health out. Correct. Yeah. So the video also allegedly shows her kicking him, putting him in a chokehold, hitting him multiple times. Um, he also said that she threw her phone, a wooden play set at him. And the play set hit his car and damaged the door. And the officer's declaration said uh, that he reported feeling scared for his life. He was observed. Yeah. yeah, He was observed with redness and swelling around his eyes, swelling on his elbows, scratches on his fingers, and lacerations on his neck. Because he's not allowed to defend himself. Nope. I mean, he's allowed. Oh, he's very much allowed. (laughs) But the second he did, 
It, yes. It could, that story could be spun so much and that sucks for him. Yeah. And I'm very happy that he t- handled everything so well, yeah. in my opinion, from the info you've given me. Yeah. That's, that's what the, like, the tricky thing is in like female versus male domestic abuse is mm-hmm. like the second, because when a male is like, um, or like a man is, is hitting a woman, as soon as she defends herself, it's like, oh, self-defense, self-defense, self-defense. Yeah. But the second a man starts defending himself, yeah. it's, it's going to get spun yes. in most cases. Yes. And because like, I mean, he is so much bigger and so much more powerful. So like maybe a little push from him like could have done. So- I don't know. It's just like yeah. it's such like a, a weird and tricky situation. But yeah, he filed charges. Um, she got charged yesterday. And she's, I think she's been released on bail and obviously like they're not allowed to see each other, but either like the hearing or the plea deal or the court case or whatever it is, is going to be coming up in a few weeks. Wow. So this chick is just, she, I think she needs to see a therapist. Um, I think perhaps maybe her mental health is not the healthiest at the moment. Yeah. I'd say go figure that one out. Yeah. Yeah. So, that was mm. an interesting little read. All right. Well, that was nice. Yep. Um, all right. We're going to talk about Bretman. Bretman Rock? Oh, yeah. I love Bretman I Rock. Know he you just came do. out with a new book. Yeah. Yep. So he's an ex Viner and beauty guru. Um, and he recently did an interview with Them Blog Magazine uh, where he divulged into the reasons why he left the beauty community. So Bretman, now I want to say, like, correct me if I'm wrong, he makes his living off of TikTok. Um, I don't know. He does a lot of fashion stuff. Okay. I don't I don't really know. Okay, because I, I looked at his YouTube channel and he posts like maybe once every few weeks. So and like I know that they make him a decent amount of money, but like it's not like he's like a YouTuber. I think he's got other things going on we don't know about. Probably like like merchandise or like I don't know. Yeah. Something. Um but basically like he just has a book that came out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So he rose to fame back in 2014 by posting beauty tutorials on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And people have obviously noticed over the past two years that Bretman has not been posting makeup videos anymore and has been shifting his content to like challenge videos, family videos, vlogging kind of stuff. Um, And he even said in a live stream back in 2021 that he was leaving the world of beauty influencing. And during the live stream, he said that he has largely stopped wearing makeup and filming makeup content and no longer wanted to be tied to the beauty community or identified as a beauty guru. But he... Never, like, explained why. Yeah. He just basically said, this is what I'm doing, and left it at that. Yeah. Um, so when he was doing his interview with them, he was talking about his book. They were asking him a bunch of questions, and, and this subject came up. And when he was asked why he left the beauty community, he said, it's just become an ick to me. It's no longer a beauty industry or a beauty community. And I use the word community very loosely, like my whole. <laughs> <laughs> He's so funny. Yeah. He went on to say that white people ruined the beauty community and I'm a go. Um, so that and he added that when he started off as a makeup creator, his motivation for continu- continuing was his love for the other creators within his community mm-hmm. who inspired him to share interesting makeup tips and products and skills and, you know, whatever. But that the scandals from predominantly white creators yeah. made the genre ugly. Yeah. Um, so according to BuzzFeed News, Rock said that the frequency of scandals and infighting was the reason he felt he had to leave. And he ended the interview by saying, how do y'all people not even know how to apologize? It's as simple as addressing what you did, saying sorry and never doing it again. But you B words are going to cry, make up excuses, not say sorry and still do the stuff you say you're not. 
The beauty industry has become this sorry industry and I have no plans on returning. My sisters met him and said he was a very kind he seems like person. It. She's yeah. like he was he's really funny, but he's reserved, shy and ex- but extremely nice. Um and he has if you look at his his record Blaze, what is your problem? He's just got his butt up in the air and he's trying to get to I'm holding the mic thing for you. Um if you look at his history, he has like one scandal and it was when he was a teenager, he had said the N-word. He was a teenager, he is an adult now. And yeah. every time it resurfaces, he goes, I've already apologized for this, but I'm going to apologize again. Okay. And he every time it resurfaces and people try to cancel him, he goes, I can't he's like, I hate that I said that. I am so sorry for anyone that it that it hurts. Yeah. And I have ne- have never and will never say that word again. Okay. And That's I'm how like, you do that. Yeah. He does no like if ands or buts. He does no excuses. soft story, excuses. Yeah. He never goes, I'm sorry, but at all. He just goes, I've apologized before. I will apologize again. I am sorry. Yeah. It will not happen again. And it hasn't. And that is very he is very true to that. Yeah. And if you look at him, he's he's a good person. Yeah. He's one of those good ones. The good ones always step away. I know Jenna Marbles. But if you look at it, the good ones always step away because they they can't handle they don't they hate the drama of it. Yeah. And the people that stick around and constantly have drama, they're never going to learn. They love no. the attention. Yeah. They're going to keep having drama. Yeah. Anyway. Well, I love him. I know. Well, he's 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 going to keep making content. Yes. Just not beauty content. Yes. Which I can live with because I, I don't, don't care about that. I, I clearly am not even wearing makeup right now. <laughs> I have mascara on and that's it. <laughs> um. Okay. You sent me this one. Wait. First, let's check to see if we have a sponsor for today. Sponsor, sponsor. What did I send you? Lady Gaga. Uh, Roma, Roma, ma. You don't remember what you sent, right? <laughs> oh, she did not. Pay. <laughs> That's what that was, right? Um, no, she didn't pay the people who returned her dog the $500,000. Good. Don't. Because they're the ones that stole the dog. Yeah no we're not paying them right and i am so we me and gaga are not paying them <laughs> yeah rachel ballinger and lady gaga will not be paying the dog stealers because that's ridiculous uh yeah so the woman who returned lady gaga's dogs after they were stolen in 2021 is suing lady gaga for yeah, not paying good her. luck right for not paying her the five hundred thousand dollar reward um, so in February of 2021, Lady Gaga's two French bulldogs, Koji and Gustave, were stolen in a robbery when Gaga's assistant was out late at night walking them. And, the and he ass- was shot. The assistant was shot. Like, not what? a chance. And it, didn't it later come out that they didn't even know that they were Lady Gaga's dogs? That people were just stealing them because French bulldogs are, like, really expensive? And- I didn't hear that part. Okay. So I do this- not have knowledge. I'm going to say this is, like... 60% fact-checked. I could I could say it's not percent check checked any of it. None of that. I think I like read it on Instagram or something. Well, I'll Google it while you do that. Okay, great. Um, and then two months later, five. How do you, how do you fact-check something? <laughs> I do a lot of Google and then I look at where I'm getting the information from. So it's well, like, like, how do I find out? Oh, type in like, did Lady Dog Ga- Nappers know it? If. It was Gaga's dogs. Yeah. 
because I want to say something came out saying that they didn't even realize it was hers. They just knew that they were really well-bred French bulldogs, which are rare. Wait, five arrests and Lady Gaga's dog napping, including women who turned in dogs. Yeah. So accused dog nappers didn't know bulldogs belonged to Lady Gaga. Ha ha. Ha. 60 (laughs) percent. Now, now, where is this information coming from? The independent. It's. It looks. A, I don't know. Police said. Police have said that the robbers who kidnapped two bulldogs and shot Lady Gaga's dog walker in February did not know the dogs belonged to the pop star. The three robbers, James Jackson, Jalen White, and Lafayette Whaley, were apprehended a week ago on suspect of attempted murder and robbery. Who freaking shoots someone over a? dog that's you right. don't even know is gaga's right these people yeah okay anyway continue right um so five yeah the five people were arrested and then one of these people included jennifer mcbride who eventually was the one that turned in the dogs and police discovered that mcbride had a relationship with the father of one of the men that were arrested for the robbery so one okay. of the men that arrested it was his father's girlfriend i guess um and according to the L.A. Times, McBride was arrested for accessory and attempted murder in 2022, and she pled no contest to one count of receiving stolen property, and she was sentenced to just two years of probation. And so, obviously, after Lady Gaga's dogs were stolen, the singer offered a huge reward yeah. to get them back. And yes. so she promised $500,000 to anyone who returned Did them. Did she promise or just say, I'll do it? Fingers crossed behind my back. Um, LA Times said she promised. Well, LA Times, that's an aggressive word you got there. <laughs> and she said that it would be no questions asked when she that's, put out this statement. Listen, we're allowed to lie if we're not in the court of law. So. Right. Uh, her fingers might have been crossed behind her back. She said, take backsies. She didn't pinky promise anyone. She said, uno reverse. Right. <laughs> um, so McBride alleged that she did not receive the reward and then sued Gaga for making the false claims. In the last you stole dogs. Technically, with a she gun. didn't steal. She just saw the stolen dogs from her boyfriend's son and then took them and returned them. But like still, the, you're an accessory. <laughs> yes. Um, the lawsuit states that Gaga defrauded McBride by making promises without intent. And she states in the lawsuit that she has suffered compens- compensatory damages, pain and suffering, mental anguish and the loss of enjoyment of life as a result of not receiving the $500,000. Girl, you were broke before. You're still broke. That's not Gaga's fault. So You were dating someone who was stealing dogs. Right. That's not Gaga's fault. So um, In a, the, public, the court of a public opinion, you stupid. Well, she has lost her enjoyment of life. Again, that's... You shot. You right. didn't. You were dating someone who shot a human being she has main mental anguish okay man she's just grasping it she really stuff is right now so we don't know like Ooh, i want god gotta sue her back oh same yeah Ooh, do it we don't she know she is causing you mental anguish now gaga she is definitely. and i know that she listens to this podcast so this is my advice to How, her what's our relation to gaga go uh jojo's choreographer richie is gaga's choreographer so therefore, she listens to the podcast. And Richie and I talk when we're at JoJo's parties together and we follow each other on Instagram. Oh my God, you're so famous. I know. 
they always say in Hollywood, it, you're, what is it, five steps away from a connection, three steps away from a connection? Yeah, if it's a musician, I feel that I probably am at least five. I don't do anything. I don't give a crap. But if it's a movie star, I feel like it's going to take me a little bit longer to figure out. Challenge for next time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so nothing's come of this lawsuit yet, but like we'll keep an eye on it. Okay. Um, all right. We reported a few weeks back that Paris Hilton and her husband welcomed their first child, Phoenix, into the world via surrogate. Okay. Well, this week in an interview with British Glamour, Paris told the interviewer that she decided to freeze her eggs in her late 30s. She is 42, I want to say. Yeah, she's 42 now. So in her late... Ugh, I need to freeze my eggs. Keep going. <laughs> in her late 30s, she froze her eggs because Kim Kardashian told her about IVF. Um, and then when she started dating her now husband, they quickly began, began talking about the future. And that's when she asked him if he would be interested in making embryos with her um, before, you know, it was like too late. And he agreed. And she says that they have done the process seven times and have 20 healthy boy embryos right now. Um, and she said, I just went through the process again a month ago. So I'm waiting for the results to see if there's any girls. I feel like you're rich enough. Choose. When you do IVF, you can choose if you pay enough money. You can choose whether it's a boy or a girl. That's what she's saying. No. Oh, like results. I read that as on like they're just leaving it up to chance. Like they're inseminating the egg with the sperm and they're just seeing well, if there's any girls. Yeah. They, so they, that, they are choosing what gender they're getting. They can't tell and, with the sperm until it impregnates the embryo. Uh -uh. You can choose um, an xx sperm or an xy sperm that's what chrissy teigen and john legend did oh. that they they purposely chose a girl luna they're their firstborn. they she purposely wanted a girl and so if you pay you know the tens of thousands of extra dollars which i feel pennies like, right to paris hilton is pennies like you can choose to have a girl but huh that's weird yeah so i don't know um but she noted she would like a girl who she plans to name go ahead and guess uh, well, hold on the first one was phoenix yes the second one will be Philadelphia. London. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was going with another P place. Yeah. Paris, Phoenix. Oh. Philadelphia. Oh, that's smart. I was going P places. Got it. Got it. Okay. But still a place, um, though. I was on the were, right track. You were on the right track. So she went on to say that Kim told her about surrogacy as well and that she's using the same doctor, Dr. Wang, maybe? Who's the best and has a concierge team that deals with everything and interviews the surrogates to make sure that they're healthy. I want to be a surrogate so bad. We've talked about this so many times. But you can't until you have kids of your own. Oh, you're not allowed in the state of California. You're not allowed to be a surrogate until you have your own kid and that kid is living with you and thriving. I just want to be pregnant. I don't want to raise the baby. Let me be pregnant and pay me $40,000. What is the issue here? I will they not. They want to make sure, one, that people don't pay you money when you aren't a viable test tube. And uh, two, that you wouldn't steal the baby. I don't want that thing. You don't know. Oh. People who are pregnant, they get very attached to the thing that they grow inside of them for 10 months, which I think is valid. Valid? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, thought, I thought you, my like hearing, my like ears are all plugged up. I don't know why I thought you said like vermin. I don't know. I don't know what I was thinking. Oh my God. Um, yeah, I pro okay. This is because Paris Hilton also watches our yes, podcast. Of course. Perry Hilton. Perry. 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 Listen here. If you hire me to be your surrogate, I promise here and now, not a Lady Gaga promise, an actual promise. I will not eat cake while I'm pregnant. 
A brownie? Sure. But a bucket of cake? No. And I'll give you the baby. Also, I think they want to make sure that the baby, like why you have to have a kid that's thriving is to make sure that you don't mess up while pregnant and create a thriving human being. Uh, For lack of better words, I don't know how to quite put that more delicately. Here is a solution. Because maybe you are able to get pregnant, but you just eat cake and energy drinks and drink lots of alcohol. Paris. Let me live in your house so you can monitor me for the nine months. This seems like a lot of work for her when she could just get a surrogate, a normal one, who's done it before. I just want to feel the baby move. I don't know what, it's something's wrong with me. No, I think that's normal. I just don't understand. If you and Abby want (gasps) want to have a kid. I'm sorry, I just thought about a baby (laughs) moving inside me. (laughs) Those videos you see of like, where you can see. Oh, it makes my abs hurt. Oh, it makes me like, God, you know, those videos where you can see like the baby hand like moving inside. Yeah. Oh, those make me like sob. I'm like, I want that. I don't want the baby. I just want it. I don't see. I rather the baby. I rather the baby. Are you and Abby ready for motherhood? No. Here and now. Exclusive. No, I think I'm going to have to freeze my eggs next. Not (sighs) when I'm 33. I'll freeze them. When you're 33. Yeah, I'm about to turn 32. Give me another year, please. Okay. Well, it's a it's a painful, intense process. Yeah, I don't you have to like do injections and stuff. <laughs> what new video idea? My assistant carries my child. No. Okay. Well. <laughs> no, I don't. Sorry, I love you. I don't trust you. To not eat cake. To not eat. Uh, well, processed sugar. Fair enough. To, <laughs> you can't take your Adderall. What? You're going to be so mentally unstable. Oh, I probably can't take my antidepressants either. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, that doesn't sound like a good time. Yeah. I love you so much. No. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. Um. So Paris goes on to deny that her decision to use a surrogate had anything to do with her age. Um, and she explained that she would have used a surrogate even in her 20s. And it's all due to the abuse that she faced while she was at Provo Canyon School in Utah. The like... What's it called? Um, they're like the behavioral schools for children that are like um, abuse. <laughs> the abusing school? The abuse the schools. Mili- like it's like a military. It's not beat even. them into submission. They claim to be psychological schools for children. Um, Psychologically damaging? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, she was like, she said that she was like physically and mentally abused. She was like injected with stuff to like make her fall asleep all the time. Like. And she said because of the amount of like injections she received there and like the amount of abuse and trauma that she has, she has a really hard time going into doctor's offices and like understandable. Oh, yeah. And like, you know, having IVs and like, yeah, and when you're pregnant is a lot of that. Yeah. Um, and, and she said, especially one of her like. I hate to call it a core memory, but one of her like most haunting memories from the Provo school is that they would draw her blood all the time. For what? They never explained. And that's what they do here. When you send your, your kid to one of these like behavioral schools or psychological schools, you sign your parental rights to that school. So what the frick? Oh, yeah. And she's trying really hard to get legislation to like uh, catch up with. Take this. it down, Perry. She's trying hard. Um, and she came out with a whole documentary about it. If you want to watch it, I think it's called This is Paris or something. I heard it's a good documentary. It's really good. Oh, it, I feel it, so bad for everyone that has to go through that. That's stupid. Oh, yeah. Um, sign over your parental rights not a chance so when they get their kids back 
a lot of the oh and like a lot of time the school will not release their kids so even when like they the the parents want their kids back before they're 18 the school will be like no we have parental rights because then the parents have to keep paying them or the state has to keep paying them and then when the parents get them back the school doesn't have to provide any explanation as to what went on there because they had the parental rights not the parents so she said she got her blood drawn all the time and they never told her for what they're running experiments on these kids absolutely and like she got injected with stuff. So she was like, I can't imagine sitting in a doctor's office and getting my blood drawn and having IVs. She was like, it'd be very traumatic for me. So that's why I chose to have a surrogate instead. Yeah, I'm glad she has the money to do that then. Yeah. Yeah. Same. Um, so yes, yeah. people are so gross. What hum- humans are capable of just it disturbs me to my core. Yeah. I mean, being you- able to be pregnant. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Thank you. <laughs> um oh and she the this like interview i was reading she said at the end of the interview because they like asked her how her family responded to her her giving birth she actually said that she didn't tell anyone from her family or her friends only her and her husband and like her assistants knew that she had given birth for a week because she was like my whole life has been like exploited and thrown online hilton Mm -hmm. okay wait she gave i thought she used a surrogate Sorry, after the surrogate gave birth. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was like, wait. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. She wasn't getting, I was so confused. I was like, wait, is this a term we're supposed to use now? Okay. Right, right. Sorry. Yeah, after the surrogate gave birth and they brought the baby home, they didn't tell anyone for a week because she said like everything about her life has always been shared online and like nothing has been her own and she wanted yeah. this to be her own for once. Yeah. And so she actually didn't tell her family or friends until hours before she posted the news on Instagram. Good for her. Yeah. Good for her. Yeah. She's smart. I like her. Yep um all right last news story um back we reported back in september that cardi b sorry it's not funny it's just cardi b always makes me laugh she is such a character oh i love her right so but like the story is not funny sorry my apologies all right so we reported back in september that cardi b pled guilty to two misdemeanor charges for a fight that she got in back in 2018 at a strip club in queens do you remember this story barely (laughs) do i take enough with your coughing please I'm okay. So <clears throat> she. <laughs> you good? Mm-hmm. Okay. You're swallowing a loogie, aren't you? No, my throat is so dry because I took Mucinex and Zyrtec and Allegra. Why? Would <clears throat> you t- what, are you making a little cocktail over there? My doctor. You're not allowed to carry my child. <laughs> my doctor told me to. <sighs> All right. So. <sighs> Emma, right. do you need water? It's just going to right. gloss on over. <laughs> Um, all right, so she pled guilty to one count of third degree assault and charges of reckless endangerment in the second degree and was sentenced to serve 15 days of community service. So back in 2018, she and her crew walked into a strip club and her and her crew started attacking these two sisters. What the frick? Yeah, because she said the sisters had had sexual relations with her husband Offset. Okay, be mad at Offset, not the woman. Right. this is offsets problem right this is not this woman no two of them two of them the sisters they're that's their own thing right offsets the one that cheated take your crew to see him or don't because we don't condone violence no just leave him and find someone else who doesn't cheat and then we won't have to have this issue right cardi b i take back that i love you this was messed up cardi b what are you doing i'm upset now um well her time to serve has come um, and she actually her term her t- time to serve has come and gone, but she got an extension because <laughs> oh she's rich and can do that. Busy. Um, 
Excuse me. So she has decided to document her community service outfits on Twitter by posting daily community service selfies. Um, and according to BuzzFeed News, on Cardi B's Twitter, you'll find daily outfit inspiration and casual PSA campaigns about the consequences of violating the law. So she's posted things like um, it's a picture of her in the mirror with, you know, a fit on. Yeah. And the caption is, my brains are burning from waking up early. Community service, then studio. But I did the crime. I only have myself to blame. And then she posts another selfie where she's wearing a cute little pink hat. And it says, community service. I have to do a lot of hours today. And I'm very sleepy. You do the crime. You do the time. So basically, it's just like these 15 days, she's just been posting series of selfies. I'm kind of into that, though, that she's like, hey, I have like she's actually there's a lot of time where people pay other people to do their community service for them. Yeah, I've so seen that. I'm yeah. glad she's doing it. And then she's telling people like, you got to do it. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, she's not only serving, but she's but she's serving. <laughs> I you were waiting to say that Sorry. joke for a really long yeah, time. A little you? bit. It's okay. okay. I had it queued up. <laughs> oh, my God. It's like written in her notes. <laughs> Side eye. Look at Rachel <laughs> serving. <laughs> Um, so it's unclear where exactly she's serving her community service, but on Instagram Live a few weeks ago, she said that as part of her community service, she's gone to a home for veterans where she's learned a lot about the difficulties they face. And uh, yeah, Cardi B apparently failed to complete the 15 days of community service in the original time frame frame given to her back in January, but the judge gave her an extension that ends March today, March 1st. Um <clears throat> And her lawyer told the New York Post in mid-January that the rapper is constantly doing community service by speaking at events and donating money to the former middle school in Bronx, her former middle school. Can I see the pictures of her? Because I know you have them there. Oh, yes. Oh, Eh. there she is. Serving. Uh, Serving. Serving. Yeah. One more. Serving. Ah, love it. Don't commit crimes in all caps. (laughs) Don't do it. Don't do it. Okay. Emily's dying. Do you need to cut this podcast short? Nope, I'm good for good news. Okay, just give us a couple. All right. Oh, this isn't good news, but it's like... great. This is WTF news. Did you see American Girl Doll introduced from their... A millennial? Ah, from their historical collection? That's offensive. It's two girls named uh, Isabel and Nikki from 1999. Yeah, I was going to say, is 20 years really historical? Yeah. Well, when I was in high school, we were learning about the 80s, so... Oh, Fair enough. Yeah. So they came with their own accessories, like a desktop computer. Oh, God. With dial-up internet. Yes. Yeah, it's historical. Yeah. The inflatable chairs, portable CD players, and the radio alarm clocks and Tamagotchis. I mean, they crushed it. They really did. They crushed it. And then, of course, all the millennials are like freaking out on Twitter and being like, what the heck? And so American Girl Doll actually tweeted out, didn't mean to hurt so many feelings today. That's that's genius marketing. Okay, so for some good news, at a soccer game in Istanbul, at exactly the 17th second of the fourth minute of the match, fans in the stands started throwing down stuffed animals, toys, scars, and other supplies onto the field to be given to the children around Turkey who were affected by the earthquakes. Oh, awesome. And the timing was chosen because it was 417 was when the first earthquake hit. Okay. And according to Good News Network, often soccer fans will celebrate or memorialize world events, tragedies, or celebrations when a particular minute arrives on the clock to correspond with the event. There's so much of soccer I don't know about, but it seems like a great community. I guess. I'm not big into sports, but get into it. Well, that's your first flaw. Yeah. 
It takes away gay points. You can't carry my child. <laughs> because of the cake, the medication, <laughs> the constantly being sick, and now I don't know much about soccer. Yeah. Well, my girlfriend likes soccer, so. So... Um, all right, Girl Scout cookie season is upon us. Okay. And if you're looking to have Girl Scout cookies shipped to your house and to make a difference at the same time, you should check out Troop 6000. So 6000 from New York City. Troop 6000 was designed to serve families living in temporary housing in New York City shelter system. So each week, Girl Scouts meet in shelters across the city to take part in activities and help them make new friends, give them like a sense of stability, earn them badges. Um, and all fees, uniforms, trips, and program materials are provided at no cost. So the proceeds from every box sold um, are given to Troop 6000 um, and to help them pay for these activities. And if you want to order cookies from them, just Google Troop 6000 New York yeah. cookies. This has been a thing for a while. Yeah, I think since 2017. Yeah, which is awesome. Yeah, I opened it up this morning because um, March 1st is when, you know, you can start ordering. I opened it up this morning to order. They had already sold out of my favorite, which, which was one? the toffee one. Uh, you got to tell me the name. It's called Toffee-tastic. I don't know of that one. It's, it was kind of new. They, they launched it like three years ago. They sold out of that and they had already sold 20,000 boxes. And I opened it at 7 a.m. I love this. Yeah. I lo- I'm sorry about your thing. Yes. There's a Girl Scout that's been standing outside of Vaughn's for the past few days if you want to go. <gasps> Okay, because I really need my Toffee-tastic cookies. Yeah, it'll help your cold. Yeah, it really will. <laughs> um, all right, a group of seniors at Callisburg High School in Texas noticed that just a few months after their favorite janitor retired, he was back in action at the school cleaning. They thought it was a little weird because he was so excited to retire at 80 years old. Um, I would be too. Yeah, so they did some digging, and they realized it was because his rent had been bumped. <clears throat> Okay. They realized that uh, his rent had been bumped up 400 a month and he could no longer afford to remain retired. So with a click of a button, they started him a GoFundMe and shared his story on TikTok. A single TikTok video was posted by senior Grayson Thurman showing Mr. James cleaning the halls along with the GoFundMe aiming to help James continue to live comfortably. And in just 12 hours, they had raised $10,000 with most of the donations coming from students. Aww. Yeah, I'm reacting and reading at the same time. Uh, and after just a little over a month, they managed to raise two hundred and seventy thousand dollars for the 80 year old. And he was obviously able to go back into retirement. Aww. Quarter million dollars. That's amazing. You know what sucks is that all most of the all of no all of it. All the good news happens because something is broken. Something's broken. In our system. Yes. A man at 80 years old cannot retire. And so a bunch of students had to give him money so he could. Yeah. Like, I, I, I like to hear good news. Like, I like to hear that people are, you know, good people. But it sucks that our system is so broken that this has to happen. Right. Like, every time it just, a part of me is like, God. Yeah. Like, la- like, I feel like every week we report about someone, like, not having a car or not having a home or, like doing a great act and then they get a GoFundMe started because we realize they don't have a bed to sleep on and it's like yeah oh my god they're walking 20 miles a day to get to their job right it's like our country and our system and our funds are so broken that now our good news is revolved around individuals fixing the bigger problem yeah oh it's so annoying um airbag jeans were just developed for motorcyclists oh (laughs) love that okay 
The airbags jeans reduce the risk of injuries and are as comfortable as any other pants, and they were 100% reusable. I want to see this. You know we want to buy these for me, right? They're $500, but they're reusable. They're reusable. It's for when I ride on my bike. All right. Um, yeah, I think that's going to be it for today. Okay. I think you're coughing. Um, wait, I do have a question. Yeah. If money was no object, what would you do all day? Asleep. <laughs> oh, my God. That's depression, Emily. <laughs> First of all, if, if, if money was, she got to my, my question section because you guys send me questions in my DMs. So if we ever have extra time, we'll ask questions. And the first question that was on there was, yeah, if money was no object, what would you do all day? I think I would sleep for like six days. I'd catch up on so much sleep. And then I would just travel all the time, all the time, all the time. I, yeah, I would definitely travel a lot. I am someone that loves to travel and then go home and recharge. Yeah. So like, because living out of a suitcase can get tiring. Yeah. Oh, the woes of life. Um, but I would like to come home and then when I'm home, I would just want to build furniture. You could start, um, no, you wouldn't even have to. I was going to say you could start a wood shop channel on YouTube, but you wouldn't have to. No, I wouldn't have to. All your money is covered. Yeah, exactly. Oh my God. All right. That's it. That's all we have time for because Emily is coughing to death over there. Sorry. Um, I love you guys. Thank you for watching. Reminder, please follow and subscribe. If once we get our YouTube podcast channel up to 100,000 subscribers, my mom will come guest host an episode. If you miss that woman, I know you do, with all our chicken and squirrel facts. Yeah. Please hit the subscribe button and get your friends to as well. I love you guys, and we will see you next week with another episode. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of All Things Internet. Please make sure to like and follow our podcast on whichever platform you're currently listening to it on. And make sure to follow us at Podcast ATI on Twitter, where you can ask questions and get the latest updates on our show. We love you. Thanks for listening. I'm Rachel Ballinger, and this has been All Things Internet. Starring Sunita Mani and Alexandra Ship. The New Realm podcast, The Co-Founder, follows two young women of color in the cutthroat world of Silicon Valley and the hijinks and hilarity that come with it. Valerie and Juliet are best friends and business partners whose video game startup is on the verge of failure. Between running out of capital and being belittled during their fundraising meetings, how are they supposed to gaslight, gatekeep, and grow boss? I mean, live, laugh, love in these conditions. Enter their plan for a fake third co-founder, a white dude, of course, to help them raise the money they need. But when he starts scheming to take over their company, they'll break all the rules to save it. The co-founder is full of snarky banter, friendship goals, and twists that just keep leveling up the story. Be sure to listen to The Co-Founder wherever you get your podcasts or visit realm.fm for more information.